Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. We're rolling. Rolling. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. <sighs> Keep going. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Ha! <sighs> Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Sibinya, Wanichi, 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 to another episode of Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan Aldridge. Doing the last name in there, dog. And I got brother Cobb on here with me again tonight. And I'm here. only here for the chicken sandwiches. Do you have the chicken sandwiches that I've been searching long and hard for across the land? And that is how we're going to open up the show. I want those Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Popeye's chicken sandwiches. On a Sunday. <laughs> Should have been dead on a Sunday morning. Creed, our favorite band here at Port Shop. <laughs> False. False Avenues. We'll also be talking about music, I guess. We're going to straighten some stuff out. Mm-hmm. Now, to open this up, we had an epidemic on our hands today. Yes. We pulled off the interstate, we was going to go to Popeye's. I just wanted a two-piece. We've seen the internet stuff. I wasn't even going for the chicken sandwich. I keep it real. Chick-fil-A versus Popeye's. Oh, Who's yeah. got the best chicken sandwich? Yeah. That just, we've seen all that hype. and just, We was just like, you want to go Popeye's? Yeah, I'm getting a four-piece. <laughs> we didn't care. <laughs> we didn't care. I bet we can get that quick. Yeah. I bet everybody else going to be ordering sandwiches. All I want is like a breast and a Remember wing. when we walked in, we got in a line like Six or seven, there's like, y'all here for the chicken sandwich? Yeah, everybody, no. everybody was talking about it. Yeah. This is this is the thing. Sheeple, gather. Man, we finally get up there to order, which was chaotic, because like when I walked in here, I thought I was like, was I seeing workers on strike? They were just standing outside on smoke break. Yeah. And like the people behind the counter, like they were just doing everything They're they could do. stressed out, dude. It was overwhelming for that Popeye's. The drive through was like wrapped around the building and like almost going out on the highway. It was. There's some tailgate, some trunk areas hanging out when we left. I've never seen, like, I thought like we were about to have a world star hip hop moment. I didn't know if like it was going to just like, have a fight between employees or if an employee was about to say the wrong thing to a, a customer or, you know, what. You know, they had to be on edge, man. Yeah. I never worry about that stuff, though, for that scenario. Always like, I'm the chill guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
I wouldn't even record it. I'd be just like the nobody in the viral video. He'd be the guy with Warren's photo just kind of watching yeah. it. Hmm. YouTube, real life. Well, <laughs> usually I have to pay for something like this, but it's free today. Anyway, we get up there to order, man. I order a two-piece. Give me a, a side of... Uh, Red beans and rice. Red beans and rice. And got me a choke me daddy biscuit to go along with it. Mm-hmm. You didn't get that honey, though. I, I, I went back to the counter when I got mine. Oh, that's the rarity like, about Popeye's. You don't need anything with those, man. Them biscuits are good. No. You need, you need something that's to That's the rarity. That they're the, the drive-thru that gives you the honey for the biscuit. Who else does that? Whataburger? Whataburger? You can get a... a you want to go 48 miles right now? We can. They don't start serving breakfast biscuits to 11. But uh, you can get a honey butter chicken biscuit. That's just for breakfast? Yeah, they don't serve it all day. I want to go 20 miles and get one all day. Could. From morning to evening. It's true. Late night, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a true story. Yeah. But uh, you got your order, didn't you? Got my order. And I got my two-piece. But I also had something else in the bag. I got back down to the table and I sat down. Someone done hit the jackpot. Someone hit the jackpot. That's right, because there was this guy that walked in. He was apparently from Tennessee. He's a district manager of a Popeyes. Yeah. And like he was freaking out. He said, "I've been up here every day, like all week. I'm down here visiting my grandmother, and uh, I've been trying to get a chicken home. sandwich." And he's just talking to a regular employee that I felt bad for, like. She's not responsible responsible she, for this. She doesn't order. She don't really care. Yeah. She's probably stressed out from the wrapped around drive through line and people in there. Yeah. On top of like their drink machine for like when you walk inside oh, wasn't get, working. Yeah. Like every one of them was just putting out carbonated water. You didn't water. get your original drink, did you? I didn't. It was red or something? Yeah, it wasn't good. I don't I think it was like strawberry soda. It's not good. Yeah, they're busy. But, like, the carbonation may have been off. It may be a good drink. I don't know. I like a strawberry. Flavor. I think they're just... That's the most busiest that Popeye's has ever been. I would... Oh, social media hype of a chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. And you can't go to Chick-fil-A on Sunday. So what do you do? You go get the the arch rival of the Lord's Chickens I got chicken a Buffalo sandwich. Wild Wings. I don't care about that hype. Yeah, I wasn't on the hype either. I just yeah, we wouldn't. We, it's like, we're here for the two or four piece. Yeah. I went for that four piece, red beans and rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so the guy, he uh, he was pitching a fit about not getting a chicken sandwich, and lo and behold, there I was with a chicken sandwich. Yeah. And I wasn't interested. He just like told me, hey, man, I got a chicken sandwich. And uh, he, he heard it, and he was like, you don't want it? I said, no. Uh, not really. He was cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> Very peaceful person, person out in the public. He was very cool. I appreciate that. Strive for that. It's like, it's no, pe- you can have it, man. It's accident. And I just wanted what I had, what I ordered. That's the way it went. He said, "I'll pay." This you is for original it. or spicy? Yeah, I was like, I was kind of, I was like, never mind, give it back. Yeah, I didn't understand I that. Be picky. You, you, you did go up that. there and get you some hot sauce, man. If you want it spicy. I don't know what it is. I just opened up the bag and I had a chicken sandwich. Yeah. I haven't looked a at the sandwich. A gift from the gods on that, like, hour. Like, I just hit the social media utopia. I didn't even pay for the thing. 
And I was going to give it to you. And you worried about it being original or spicy? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. yeah. And they called me up there to the counter with my order. Order a four-piece with one side and a biscuit. I had a seven-piece, two biscuits, and two sides. And it was just confusion. There's a, a lady next to me that was... We just trying to put it together. It's like, is this like half of this is yours or what? I'm trying to cooperate. Madness going on in the background. Oh yeah, people cooking, situating it, trying to get it ready. Like I wonder. Uh, I'm, how... I'm, I'm I'm trying to be the friendliest customer ever in this Popeyes. Oh yeah, because the woman, I understand the woman everything. There that was there when we got there, man. She was just disrespectful, man. Yeah. Like she said it. Oh yeah. Time and time I... again. I don't even care about the order. I'm just trying to get out of here. And I was like, well, they got us blocked in. You see that? We can't leave right now. They got us blocked in. Even when we get our order, they got us blocked in. You see that? Idiots. Mm. I was like, damn. Come on, man. Come on. They're going to spit on your bitch. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd try to get a refund at this point. You're going to have everything under the sun. She was consistent. That's what was bad about it. We, see her, we, see her, we saw her for like three minutes just. Like she would say Consistent. something. Consistent. She would say something and then look at us like wanting us to be like, "Hell yeah, woo, you're right." But I'm over here. I was like, I'm I just, with, the, I'm in the, I'm Popeye, with them, the Popeyes posse. Yeah. That's that's me. Yeah, I was I was on their team, man. I just wanted my two piece. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted. And you got it. It was delicious. Oh yeah. Had everything I wanted. We'll hit that chicken sandwich up in like two months when the hot dies. I'm not, I'm not down. worried about the chicken sandwich. I'm just saying. Yeah. We'll forget about it. Have to remind ourselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, you remember when that? Oh, I forgot about it. The hype's died down. You might as well get it now. Yeah. And so what I'm hearing, and we'll get off this, is with the original chicken sandwich that Chick-fil-A still holds the, yeah, they're holds chicken, the title. The chicken gods. But they say that the spicy Popeye's is better than the spicy Chick-fil-A. Yeah. That's what the... Little YouTube, I've seen it. All those, I can't finish those though. Yeah, watch one. (laughs) The thing with like food reviews, and I go back to Anthony Bourdain because I think he done it well. It's like I don't want to. He got the culture where he went. Yeah, like and it was like a real experience. I don't want to sit there and watch you eat a Happy Meal, and like eat a bite, then tell a little bit about the Big Mac, dude. I don't care. That's disgusting. Yeah, (laughs) the. Chick-fil-A Popeye's chicken sandwich review I saw on YouTube was an ex-wrestler that's like humongous jacked. Probably ate it in a bite. He ate those burgers. He ate every one of them in like six bites in like a minute. Well, I'm not going to do this food review. He, he destroyed it. Yeah. I've, I've ran into that guy when I went to a WrestleMania in New Orleans. Is that right? We was just walking around a building corner, and he was jogging in his hoodie, and he was like, well, he was five feet wide. Man. Yeah. Like a running brick wall, huh? Mm-hmm. It's Ryback. 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 Yeah. Is that a wrestler? Yeah. That's a wrestler. He lives in Los Angeles. He has his own podcast. He's kind of controversial. It's Ryan Reeves. Something. He bought the, his own wrestling name. Because they will buy that from you, where you can't make T-shirts and stuff. Oh, nice! So he like actually goes by his wrestling name. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Cool. Props to him. Shout out to his podcast. It's controversial. Or he's controversial. Yeah, he's just... He's himself. It's kind of, it ain't that bad to me. Yeah. All right, anyway. well, moving on. We are, uh, we're off the Popeye's train. But I forgot about the high life. The Miller High Lifes? Forgot about the high life, brother. Could you pass the bubbly? <laughs> that champagne of bills? It's insane how it goes down. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. It's dangerous. It is dangerous. To your wallet? To your... And to your, Well, not to... Not really. And to your, I think a 12-pack's like $8 in hmm. that bottle. I don't know. I ain't bought them in a minute. Bought them in a bar. Yeah. That's... But I feel like I'd, I'd get drunk. I took a swig and I drunk half of it. I'm telling you. Is this something about that clear bottle or something? That's the champagne bottle. Champagne bottle. Pinky's up. Oh, my pinky's always up. Yep. Pop a wheelie up in here. Yeah. Went to Say's. Didn't have no TVs at all. 28 of them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe 16. I don't know. Because we in Vietnam right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still getting over elbow room closing down, man. Like, uh, It's going to come back, ain't it? Yeah, it's a place that you can rent. Oh, I might, for like a party? Yeah, I might rent it out and do like an epic podcast or something, I don't know. Yeah. Or like we might rent it out and make a TV show out of it, like a Always Sunny kind of thing. Like we'll have a bar set. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I become a skateboarder. That just sucks. I don't know. Like I'm, I've been working on like writing all kind of scripts. i got a horror script I've been working on. Oh. And, what was uh, that song uh, we heard on the way to... Columbus to the chicken sandwich. Oh man, it's perfect. Uh, hey Mickey, you're so fine, you're so fine, you'll blow my mind. Hey Mickey. Mm. Hey Mickey. That made me think of a horror movie. Like the one before. It begins with that song. The one know. before that song makes me think of uh, a horror movie. Take me home tonight. Oh, I think that'd be perfect. Yeah. Like uh, think Take about. Take me think home about the, tonight. Cause I don't wanna let you see the light. Uh, yeah. So I'm thinking, like, remember uh, Strangers, the second one, how it had that really 80s yeah. theme? Like, that could just be a soundtrack song, and it could be, like, right when the killer and one of the victims is being introduced, that song comes on. Yeah. And it'd be, like, a really fun scene where you had, like, really good music, but something bad's about to go down. That was, like, in the Mickey song because of a. Like, it begins with a chick named Mickey. She's, like, the popular girl. And you're like, oh, she's the hero of this movie. And she's the first one killed off. Mm. Hey, Mickey, you're so fine. This is, like, her ride down the road. Oh, man. Then you meet her friends. And like, okay, this is the main character. All first right. one killed. And so, let's, let's talk about this for a minute. You brought it up earlier. Uh, while we're in movies. Was that movie named uh, In the Green? What was that movie he was talking about? Where they moved to Vegas and make it and they're all driving Mustangs? Hmm. You reference, remember the Titans when he was trying to give the guy an idea about the Oh, you talking about that gangster movie with uh, Phil Collins? Yeah. I can feel it coming in the air. Oh. Uh, they always thinking of Hangover. You know what this, mo- this song makes me 
Think of as oh, a Oh, yeah, when hangover. Tyson was Is that what you're talking about? No, that's not what I'm talking about at all. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about The Hangover. I'm I mean, not, like, that about song the or the movie that I was thinking about? Yeah, the, the, it wasn't called In the Green. What was it called? It was called, uh... In the, paid, paid in Full. Paid in Full. Dang, I was completely off. Yeah. Well, no wonder <laughs> so you had a hard time. I was in like, green. green Inferno? Eli Roth? Yeah, paid in full. So what's the scoop on that? What is this? It's a true story in Harlem. It's a a young man from Harlem forced to cope with a 1980s drug scene, builds an illegal empire, only to have a crisis of consequences. It's Ace Boogie. Oh. Ace Boogie. Ace Boogie. The actor is Wood Harris. You might have seen him in Remember the Titans, Creed. That's about it. A Jimi Hendrix movie I kind of like is low key underground. He played Jimi Hendrix. He was the coach in Creed, right? Yeah, he was a trainer. Trainer. Yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He's got Makai Pfeiffer in it. You know him? Is that his name? Makai Pfeiffer. I'm not sure. What was he been in? He might have been in Eight Mile. He might have been a future. You ever watch Eight Mile, dude? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that came on earlier this week. You remember Future? Yeah. He had dreads or something. That movie Five didn't age well. The the ending does. Tell me it don't end well. The ending still is well. But like a That's lot. a rocky rap ending. I don't know. It's like uh, The Jerk with Steve Martin. That, that movie, it, does, it didn't stand the test of time. Like you couldn't play it today. You need to get up and leave and go for a ride. You said the jerk don't age well? I'm talking about, like, if that movie was to come out now with today's culture. I don't... There's not anything really that funny like it used to be. Yeah, I think that a lot of it is because of, like, we're in a culture that's just, like, uh, constantly... You can't even be, like, a real comedian anymore. Right. The only thing that's fair game is yourself, it seems like. Comedy's dying. But, uh, I mean, think yeah, about this. Really think about, like, that. if if Tropic Thunder was to drop today. I just watched that, like, two weeks ago, and that movie is... Oh, now that movie is aged well. That is, mm-hmm. like, that's a top five movie for me. That was probably my best experience watching it two weeks ago. And, but listen, but if it was to come out, let's say it was coming out in November of this year, that movie would get trashed. Yeah. That movie, but it is a phenomenal movie. It's a great comedy. The first time I watched it, I hated it. Yeah. The second time I watched it, I loved it. And now I've probably watched it like 500 times. Like, the first, I didn't get it. And I couldn't imagine had been in a theater and yeah. you got booty sweat and those, remember those ads for fake movies that were coming out to introduce all it was, the characters? It was Ben Stiller's character was like, you're gonna freeze or something. Oh, man. Like, uh, you know what I'm talking what about. What was the It's uh, October. Who left, the, who left the fridge open? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it was Scorcher. Yeah. Because, like, every time, like, it, it made, like, four Scorcher movies, and then, like, you know, the world was burning over, and then, like, they made Scorcher 5, and it was, like, the world was freezing. Yeah. He's, who left the fridge open? <laughs> <laughs> or what about... I mean, even, like, it reminded me of, like, a Nutty Professor, Jack Black's character with the 40s. Oh, he was one of my favorite characters in there. He's like, we're, 
whatever I do, don't let me have any. Whatever. Hey, man, you remember that one time I said not to let me have any? I don't know, I'll do Your it. mother's a cooker's whore. I need it. <laughs> yes. The Fatties was the name of the movie. Oh, yeah. and it, it reminded me of another professor because they were all like so we were a family farting. in a dinner table and they were all farting and like yeah. it was all Jack Black just like it was all Eddie Murphy yeah and that was a good parody and then you had um, Booty Sweat when I saw that I was like this is not real I remember in like 2005 I guess when that movie come out like it was around that time uh, I think it's about 2008 it's around Dark Knight came later after Dark Knight because it was the one movie that took the Dark Knight down to get all nerdy. Oh, it's 2000. Do you remember that? Did you go see Dark Knight in theaters? No. I caught that at the house too. Because it stayed like number one. It stayed number one for like three months and uh, Tropical Thunder came out and finally took it down. That's crazy to me that it took it down because that was was such a strange movie. That's one of the highest grossing comedies in theaters. Stinking deserved it, dude. Tom Cruise's character, yeah, lose. What's his name? Lex Grossman. Get you are gonna have to call the UN to get a binding resolution <laughs> to keep me from effing you up. I'm talking scorched earth. Yeah. That dude was Tom nuts. Cruise's, and I didn't I know it was Tom for the longest him. time. You didn't like, know about Tom. Cruise? I didn't know it was Tom. Oh, you didn't. The first you yeah. didn't know about Tropical Thunder because. He was like, had a lot of stuff going on. You're young, doing a thing. Was, if it comes out know 2008, dude, I was like 17 or 18 years old. Yeah. And the reason, that's why, I'm, and the, the timeline's right, because Scott Gruber was living here at the time. You're right. I thought it come out the year that Scott graduated in 2007. Yeah. But it was when Scott was living here. And he, it was one of his movies, and he had it on one night. And I remember it was Scott, Sid, I think Jaleb, Trey, me, and uh, it was two or three other guys. I can't remember who, who all was there. And we put that movie on while we, you know, we were just hanging out. Yeah. And we, they all watched it and had like a great time. They had all seen it. I think they saw it in theaters. And I was over there in the corner, like. Have I gone insane? Am I not old enough? <laughs> you know, they're all older than me. And I was like, dude, yeah. am I just too young? Like, I was having, like, a crisis over there. I was like, <laughs> is something wrong with me? I'm not having a good time. And then, like, it was, like, a couple of days later, I was talking to Scott, and I was like, hey, put that movie back on, man. And uh, he put it back on, and I watched it, and I got everything. Yeah. Because I, I didn't process, like, everything that was going on. Ben Stiller's character. Comedically. Captured. Yeah. He has a before. The little child actor. Gives him a little Oscar. <laughs> I'll call him Twigman. And then when uh, Robert Downey's character, he's come out of character. Yeah. And he's like, this is Twigman. Does he want to come with us? <laughs> you know what my favorite scene is? Robbie Downey characters were there at the edge of that swamp and they had to like settle down for the night and he's talking about cooking stuff. I wrestle up some crowd that is Yeah. <laughs> you know he's I'm... getting real Louisiana with me. He was by completely in the being black. He's like yeah. You're Australian. Be Australian. <laughs> he's like I get a little fancy with my cooking, y'all <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite scene, man. I can quote that movie, man. What about when he was talking to um, 
Ben Stiller's character, remember, because his whole struggle was like he's a dying star. He's an actor that is just like he's not good anymore. He's not relevant. And it was kind of crazy that he even got casted to be in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. And his whole thing was like he's got to outdo Lazarus, who was Robert Downey's character. He was like the hottest actor. Mm-hmm. He was in that moment. And they were talking the about the full retard. They were talking about the simple jack. Never go full retard. He said, never go. Remember Sean Penn? I am Sam. Went home and painted. Never go full retard. Yeah. <laughs> Forrest Gump never went full retard. He said, Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. He said, had wore braces on his legs, walked real funny, went on to win a ping pong champion, was a war hero. That ain't retarded. <laughs> Never That's go full retard. The point, that movie's offensive yeah. now. Yeah, it is. You can't so even comedy's going to die? I'm not saying comedy's going to die. There's a lot it ain't going to be as funny as it was. I think it's like Quentin Tarantino, man, he does it. Like, he don't even write comedy. But he got criticized so much for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, the Bruce Lee crap? Yeah, that's weak. And uh, Margot Robbie didn't have enough lines for the feminisms. Oh, yeah. And I'm telling you, it's crazy Like what you have to do. It's like jumping through a hoop right now, man. You can't even... Everybody just looks for something to complain about. Like, yeah. just enjoy, enjoy stuff. Come on. Yeah. That's his style. If you don't like it, don't watch it. You're going to see a lot of feet. That is That is a thing. Have you noticed that? Yeah. I forgot to bring that up. Yeah. There's that dude has a foot fetish or he just like pretends and it's in like eight movies of a bunch of feet. No, no, of no, females. no, no. Remember, remember your favorite one? Death Proof? That ain't my favorite one as well. My favorite one's Django. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. But, um, but Death Proof had so many feet. Yeah. Feet on the dashboard, feet on the, the you know, the seat. The couch. Feet everywhere, and I was like, "What is up with feet, man?" Yeah, but Django's got feet on. Uh, ain't it when Jamie Foxx character meets back up with his woman? I, I yeah. don't know. I don't I, know. I can't I don't, remember, I, man. No, 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 no. Let's not I go there. Know. It's in Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, Kill Bill. There's a lot of feet mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah, Karen Kill Bill had a lot of feet. Mm-hmm. Hospital scene. Yep. Paralyzed. One and Bama's up by 32 points as the third quarter winds down, and they get an interception there to take the ball over. They're excited, running down the sideline, cheering, turnover, always exciting. This coach on the right kind of steps on the field and gets in the way of the referee, and the referee doesn't like that. He throws a flag, he's going to pick up the flag and say it's just a warning First, they got to celebrate some more. He's like, hey, man, we're playing Bama. They're better than us. They're better than us. Don't expect anything. We're not expecting anything. He's like, I, I know, coach. I'm fine. I don't care. And he tells Saban that, hey, that's a warning. Can't come on the field. It's fucking bullshit. Game is stopped. They're having fun. And that's fucking bullshit. That's <laughs> supposed to have fun. Fuck you. <laughs> Saban, defending fun while being very, very angry. That's what he said in his post game. He just wants the kids to be able to have fun. It's, it's like so odd because he's having zero fun defending fun. Anyway, that pushed him back a bunch of yards and they make up for it immediately on the first play because, of course, they do and they win big because it's week one. And look at this crew couldn't pay me enough money to go hang out with that crew and i think this girl's regretting all of her decisions and uh, exactly where her life's at mm. 
Yeah, and so that is uh, that's my takeaways for week one of college football. <laughs> <laughs> Props to whoever made that. The, whose Twitter handle is that? Uh, let me go back. John Boy. Joe M. B O Y. Tight. Well, props to him. I don't know if he's the creator. It's on his Twitter, though. He looks like the person that would has that voice. Perfect. Shout out to you, man, for uh, for making quality stuff. Yeah, good lip reading. Yeah, it, it was having fun. My favorite part was like when the Duke coach was talking to the player. He's like, "Look, it's Alabama, okay?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that, coach. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, so what are your biggest takeaways from uh, week one of college football, man? With all things considered, Tennessee. Tennessee was, like, up there. Like, Georgia State should be in SEC now. (laughs) Oh, gosh, we're going there. Loser leave town match. Mm. Yeah, so last season their record wasn't good. Two and ten. Yeah. That's Georgia State. And Pruitt, I hate that, man. That can't happen, dude. I hate that. Get your act together. I hate that. I I didn't watch the game. I just saw the highlights, and I was like, oh, my gosh. It seemed like they just let Georgia State hang around too long, and it caught up with them. They said they beat them worse. That was like a little – that last touchdown Tennessee got was like a little, ah, whatever. (laughs) Just let them get it. Yeah, score, I don't know, in the last little minutes. Moving on. Hey, so, one of my other takeaways is that uh, Hugh Freeze, his new school, Liberty, where he coached from the coach's box in a hospital bed. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it's just so weird. I imagine so. <laughs> Thumbs up, guys. This is yeah. great. I think Did he they win? Played, they played Syracuse and they got beat. Uh, uh. And my <laughs> uncle, one of my uncles told me, I was like, I thought they won because I just heard he gave a thumbs up. And they was like, no, at the end of the game, you know, where they shake hands and stuff. And I guess Syracuse coach looked up there and he, thumbs up, buddy. Good game. You beat us. What was he in the hospital for, you know? Uh-uh. Hmm. No, sir. Sorry. No problems. Dude, it just looked odd. I want to go here for a second. Uh, outside of SEC, then we'll walk our way back, which we were just out of SEC, but Hugh Freeze's old-timey SEC. I'll play with players and hookers, yeah. old timey. Oh, so outside the league, man, there were a lot of things going on. I'll start with uh, Big Ten. Penn State looked pretty good. It is week one. Yeah, Ohio State seventy nine points, didn't it? Ohio State looked pretty good. Yeah, Jake Fromm's transfer portal victims. Yeah, both of them look good. Yeah. Justin Fields and what's in the yeah Jacob Easton. Yeah, Easton's from Georgia. Looked good for Washington. Okay, so ACC. Um, State let Boise State come back. Yeah, yeah, that was another upset that went down. A freshman quarterback led Boise State to <laughs> to a W, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Herb Street was uh, raving about that kid. ACC again. Uh, Clemson will go on next week to play SEC Texas A&M, and I'm hoping for the first upset. Uh, big, big upset Messing shocker. up. I Messing really think, up everything. I really think that Texas A&M is the gatekeeper for Clemson this season, and I really hope they go to Clemson and pull that upset I off. I do too. I kind of think I got a feeling. I got that feeling too, I man. got a feeling. 
Wish I had a feeling about Louisville tonight, too. I had a feeling whoever had defense before this game's over with. Not that not that Louisville would win. Like, I think the spread was 18, and I really liked Louisville for the spread. I don't even think they got that, though. I think uh, Notre Dame went on the cover. I think the final score would have been winning by 21, 35. 21? Uh, no, they kicked a field goal. Wasn't it? 14? Four. Who cares? Might have been seven. It doesn't matter. They lost. We don't bet. Yeah. Oh. Uh, if I did, though, I would have betted on Memphis. You called that too. Yeah, I called that some guy I work with that does bet, and I was like, dude, I'll take it Memphis over Ole Miss. What? It's Ole Miss. Like Memphis is good. And it's Ole Miss. Yeah. They're down. Hey, buddy, they're down. Yeah. They've been down for years. They've been sanctioned. Yes. And so that goes like with uh, it's just as far as money goes. I think this is the first season where they're unsanctioned. But you know, with uh, SEC Network, each college gets like sixty million a year. Yeah. And Ole Miss wasn't getting any of that. They were the only. What was it? Tennessee played paid a uh, Georgia State nine hundred thousand dollars to get beat and embarrassed by them. That happened. That's classic. That is a classic. That is almost as classy as that time Appalachian State beat Michigan. Yeah, but Appalachian State is good. Yeah. But uh, you're, Memphis is in like the top five. I, uh, Memphis, uh, Michigan, I think we're in like the top five. Or yeah, it's bigger that upset. year, and yeah. it's the first game. Yeah, that was. Just saw highlights a while ago. Yeah. On the TV of the Louisville Notre Dame game for some reason, flashing back to that. Yeah. I guess like first week upsets or something. Maybe yeah. So far. Louisville caught a blackout tonight. Do you like those? I hate blackout, whiteouts. Uh, I don't care. All kind of outs, man. If you call a blackout, we come from like, tradition, man. Our team is never gonna change. Bama, never gonna change. They did that. The houndstooth collar that one time, people lost their mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't like uh, – I'm the same way, though. Just keep the – Yeah. I like the original. Yeah. Supposedly, I hear a rumor of a whiteout this season for Bama, but I don't think it will have anything to do with Alabama changing their jerseys. It's They're just... everybody wears white. Yeah. And then it stands. Auburn's doing it this week against Tulane. Yeah, so it's not, it's not anything like major. You see when Auburn did the checkerboard, orange and blue, in certain sections – that's cool. I didn't see that. I think it was against Ole Miss last year. They saw a puzzle at a Walmart. My parents live. They was like, that looks cool. I want to buy it. Kinda. Should have got it, man. Get it framed up. Yeah. After completion, what is it, like a 500-piece puzzle? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, it takes some time. That'd be yeah. a tough one. i give it to my grandma. Let her <laughs> work some magic. She already did like a real no checkerboard or anything kind of scheme. Just the puzzle of Jordan Hare I think it was a thousand pieces she was like that was hard because there's a bunch of fans mm-hmm. you can't it's not like colored as much as you want it to be yeah yeah um, well grandma well I got this one that's more colored with checkerboard fans check it out <laughs> I was leading you up to this yeah I was getting you ready yeah are you ready did you know <laughs> uh, Jalen Hurts I, I got this uh, we were talking about Jaylen this Jalen Hurts going to be the assistant coach what? I'm just playing. It was just that speech at the end of that game. Oh. He, he snapped. Yeah. He had a really good game. And, like, his whole um, – I took it as – it's about the biggest piece of humble pie you could get. Is uh, She was asking him about this, you know, record-breaking game he just had playing for Oklahoma. And he's like, we really need to improve. We ain't ready. We ain't ready. Got a lot to prove on. 
got that Bama in him. <laughs> yeah. But it's I have rough. a, I got this fairy tale thing. That's why I'm really hoping that Texas A&M pulls an upset off and just takes Clemson out of the, yeah, out of the puzzle together. Because I would like for, but I don't know. Uh, we'll talk about Alabama in a minute. I don't, I don't know about Alabama making it to the dance this season. I think that they got a little weak schedule though. It doesn't matter, man. Like uh, I think they'll adjust. They got plenty of time yeah, to adjust. But losing the, losing the linebacker uh, for the season, yeah. With the ACL injury. I, I was telling you, man, I was getting my hair cut, get my beard trimmed up, and the dude sitting beside me was getting the same thing, getting his hair cut, and he was like, oh, I lost that linebacker, but we reload. That's what Bama does. We reload. I was like, well, I don't know about you, man. That was kind of important. That was an important key role. Important player there, that Dylan uh, Moses. Yeah. You kind of make sure everybody's lined up right and all that. Maybe make an audible, I don't know. He was the field general. Yeah, and like that's yes you like, and that's why I say they got time to adjust, but that's yeah, tough. Who did they replace him with? A true freshman? I think so, man. They just reload now. Yeah, you can't reload experience. No, you you can't do that. But uh, I don't know. I I dread October twelfth for Bama when they go to College Station to play A and M. They'd be done primed up and ready by then. I'm hoping so, man. I don't, they go to College Station. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be a. Ooh, I hope that's a night game. I think it is. I think it is. You think already? Yeah. I think you, so. Sure already bought. CBS ain't already got that 2.30 going on? May. I didn't think They got first CBS. bid. It's garbage, too. But it's 2.30. October 12th. It's going to be dark at like 7. Mm-hmm. Game's about over with. I prefer Probably a daytime. With. I prefer a daytime game to be away, you know. Yeah. You don't want that, you don't I, want the I, nighttime 12th man. I bet... Texas A&M ain't one of those stadiums that allows beer. What do you think? No, the only two SEC schools that done it was LSU and, um, oh gosh. Missouri? Yeah, I think it was Missouri. I was really glad that, like, Bama and Auburn State, Ole Miss. uh, Don't need it. Don't need it. Don't don't want it. Don't, Don't need that there. People already bring it, you know? Yeah. Uh, you don't need more excuse because it. it gets so out of control, man. Oh, check this out, man. I think State made a bonehead call. It's still going to be hot, so they caught a blackout this season. State did? And it's for a day game. It might be. It's a noon or a 2.30 game. Yeah, they got it on the tickets. I saw uh, I saw the tickets uh, late this week, and my coworker, we were talking about it. Um, one of the hottest days of the year, and they caught a blackout. <laughs> or against who? Oh gosh, it's uh, it's a quick game. I think it's like week three or four. I'd have to look at their schedule. I'm not real familiar with their schedule. A cupcake, maybe. It might be LSU. Ooh, yeah, it's gonna be their funeral. They didn't look good either. It's the uh, raging Cajuns. Well, it's state. Yeah, I wonder if their probation's set into effect now. I don't know. I tell you this about Alabama. With um, I didn't like that. Uh, Harris was brought in early. He was suspended. Yeah. It's not Saban-like, man. Mm-mm. It's like, why are you hitting a panic switch on Duke? Yeah. I mean, it was still like, what, 14 and nothing then? I didn't like Sarkeesian's play calling either. Well. Especially first quarter, second quarter, it got a little bit better. I think a lot of that was due to Najee being back, but. That dude's a beast. <laughs> he is. Judy had a great game too. Oh, uh, 
Yeah, Judy's going to be somebody that probably needs to be going to New York for the Heisman by the end of the season, but he won't because he's a receiver, and that's bullcrap to me. What you got to do? Put him over at cornerback or punt returns or something? For Auburn. Yeah. The fastest guy in college football. Yeah, I wouldn't even play college football. Why um, why was his hand in a... uh, He broke his hand like a month ago or something. Dang. He actually, you see that one play they put him in? When's the cast coming off? Uh, it's going to be before they play A&M, I think. They play two cupcakes in a row. Okay. Yeah, they played him in one play. They didn't, I think a penalty or something. You know, I really, uh, is, does he do punt return when healthy? No. I wish he would. I feel like that'd it's be so not, dangerous. Yeah. No, they're going to, Mount Zion's got a thing. That's, I think that's why he only runs the hell out of one running back. He's scared. Of, he don't like people that fumble. Yeah. So he you know, he wants somebody. He'd rather have somebody make sure they catch it back there than to, like, take off for a touchdown. Yeah. I don't know. You, was you old enough to remember Freddie Millens? Uh, we were talking about that earlier today. No. Um, the yeah. dude was baller. Me and, uh, me and Dad were talking about just old-time Bama. Um, we were talking about today, like, uh, you know, back in the history when it was always Bama and Notre Dame going to the, the championship. Yeah. And, like, the clash there for years. Uh, mainly because that game was coming on today. <laughs> you remember when I used to make your daddy mad? All oh. those fake national championships. Dude. Oh, yeah. Remember one night he came back here and did research? Yeah. And look this like, up. I'll go look it up. He came back. He's like, you're right. I'm like, what? Stuff back then was so messed up. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go by that, I mean, Harvard would be a contender. It was not organized at all. Yeah. No, it ain't Harvard. It's like Princeton. That has like twenty eight national championships. That's even crazier. Wouldn't that be because they didn't? Uh, they kept going for war, and other colleges didn't. There was like years where they weren't in the football. I don't know what's going on, man? I don't know. That's different to me. Think back that far to think that they've been playing college football that long, and you think about like war times, a bowl game or nothing. Yeah, you had the best record, and everybody voted for you. Yeah, that's probably how it went, I guess. Oh, anything else on that Bama game? No, but here's the fantasy I was telling you about, and you brought it up. I think this is your idea because this would be just movie quality for Jalen Hurts, and like I wouldn't even care if some, by some miracle Bama and Oklahoma ended up being in the finals, and yeah. Jalen pulls it off. Yeah, wouldn't that be like y'all need to You're immediately make a movie out of this? Yeah, I was like, this is movie quality. He comes back to a team he transferred with to beat the guy that took his position. That's dope. He's over on the sidelines when he's Oklahoma's on defense. He's like, no, 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 you need to get back over there. You need to get over there. I know this play. I don't know. Does he? Yeah, he knows a little bit about Sarkeesian. He saw a little bit of it last season. Yeah. Not in full. In all its grace. It wasn't Sarkeesian last year. It was Danny no, knows. But no, like he, but Sarkeesian was up top giving. Um, He'd done, like, minor play calling. Sarkeesian replaced Lane Kiffin that one national championship. They fired Lane Kiffin or whatever mm-hmm. for it. Yep. Which I think lost it for him, to me. I think... I wouldn't argue with that. You talking about the Ohio State one? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Where is the Clemson national championship? I can't keep up with this stuff. Why y'all got to be in it all the time? It's just how it goes down. What's the Clemson one? Because he called such a bad game against Washington and we barely got by. Lane Kiffin was a good quarterback coach. Dan Enos was. 
But where's he at now? I think he's at Miami. He's an offense coordinator. I'll tell you somebody that was sloppy Thursday night. And I figured uh, Felipe Franks would look a lot better under Mullins, especially after two years. It wasn't Thursday. It was last Saturday. It was last Saturday. Golly, it was way yeah. back, yeah. Yeah. The opening inauguration for football was the, the klutziest game. Damn, I mean, quarterback did good to me. His uh, offensive coordinator buried him in a press conference afterwards. But he looked good to me. He was running around for his life, kind of like Bo Nix, just making stuff happen. That dude didn't he? They had to talk him to play in football, from what I heard. He's a baseball player. Felipe? No, Miami's quarterback. Oh, oh yeah. Felipe's over uh, talking trash 15 uh, feet away from the bench, bragging to Miami fans and stuff in the stands and coming out and throwing an interception later on. Looks good. He did not look cool. <laughs> Anything else in college football? I mean, like you ain't even touched on Auburn, the game of the week, dude. Oh, yes. Let's get to it. Unless you break it down, there, I'm just gonna add commentary on this. Let me break it down. Okay, I got high expectations for Auburn. It's a curse. You know me. They're ranked 16. I'm like, okay, I like that. I'd rather be ranked 22, but we'll take 16 as long as they're not in the top 10. Playing number 11, Oregon. Was favored. Auburn was favored by like mm-hmm. three or four. Yeah. Oregon, Auburn defers. Oregon takes it right down the field, score. Auburn punts. Did Oregon take it right down the field and score again? No. Uh, no. Y'all got, a, y'all got a field goal before that happened. Yeah, we got a field goal. Anyway, the, what I remember, I went to my parents to watch this. We were supposed to be watching it with the boys. Yeah, my Auburn click. But uh, my middle brother was home up from Auburn. He's a student there. I probably won't see him again till Thanksgiving, so I had to go. Which game with him? I didn't think I was going to be able to watch the game. I was uh, working the Black Prairie Arts Festival yeah. in uh, West Point that day. Yeah. I missed Bama completely. Yeah. I caught it the next day. But, but um, yeah. But I caught most of the first half of Auburn before I went to bed. But, uh, and I should have stayed up. Golly, the second half was electric. But anyway, keep going. The, the second quarter, we're, uh, I think Oregon's up 14-3. And Auburn punts, and the dude returns it to like the 8 or 9 or 10, somewhere. They're about to score again. First play, Oregon does. They lay on the ground. Big Cat Bryant. Number one, defensive line for Auburn, scoops it up and returns it to the other three-yard line. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we got to get a touchdown. we got to get a touchdown. And I, the little piece of Auburn to me died. I was so frustrated. First play, misdirection stuff. Second play, I think it's other misdirection stuff, and I'll pass the next play. And they had to settle for a field goal. I just want to line up and run up the middle. I don't care. Who we going to run? Who we going to run, Jeremy, booby? No, you put Harold Joyner back there. That dude's like 6'3", 225 or something. Hell, put Joey Gatewood in for that scenario. I just want a power game in the red zone when it gets down that close. I respect that. I was I was looking for a 10 to 14. Okay. The other part of Auburn that died in me, we like held them to 14. 
Auburn gets the ball back. Got like two minutes left on the clock. Enough where we're just going to have the ball if we keep doing what we need to do. Mm-hmm. But they get down to like the 20, first down, and start doing other crazy plays. And end up losing like 20 yards or something, 15, 18, I don't know. But end up having to settle for a field goal. I just wanted, like, we made it enough for a guaranteed field goal. Then we did stuff where there was no offensive line. Where are you at? You're all seniors. Come at. Come on. We got to step it up. Yeah, Bo, Bo was running for his life. Yeah. The running back would uh, wouldn't pick up the the first intruder, though, a lot of times. He would get right by the Booby. Yeah, got right by him. His pass blocking was off that night. Thought I remembered him doing better last season. I think Albert, uh, Oregon was a little bit faster on defense. Oregon's big season. too. I don't know if you noticed that, but like <laughs> for a Pac-12 team, yeah, they got linemen, offensive linemen. I know it's like six eight, a couple of them, and they had some big receivers too. You yeah. know that one that caught that touchdown pass in the end zone, the second stepped touchdown over pass, the, yeah. Did the Allen Iverson oh, step he, over he your was, body? Uh, he was a complete. Uh, sh- like head above the other guy. Yeah, he was like a fifth grader trying to defend him. Yeah. But uh two minutes or whatever left, and Auburn gets down twenty and has his loses yard off the twenty, doing crazy stuff, getting sacked, and has to kick a field goal and misses the field goal. So it's still fourteen three going into half. And I just wanted fourteen to thirteen. You should have had it. Okay, I'm already frustrated. Halftime is over with. Did it seem like an eternity? No. I went down into my parents' basement, hit the hit the punching bag. Okay. Yeah. That's a good workout, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Auburn gets the ball back because he deferred the coin toss. And, uh, you know, turn it over back to Oregon. Norgan automatically scores a touchdown. And I'm like, hey, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, from Winfield back to Kennedy, I was out. I can't do this. It's stressing me out. What a sissy. A sissy boy I am. Mm. But, uh, mm. I don't know, five miles on down the road, I started listening to it on the radio because I wanted to listen to the radio announcer. Was it? How was that? Hey, he's straight. He kind of sounds like the old guy, but it's it's his first game, man. It, it ain't the same, and it's I don't want to put that on that guy, but it ain't the same. It's kind of like having a substitute teacher, uh, if you read for your favorite teacher. Yeah, I get you. Something like that, but uh, Stan White's still there. That was the co-announcer, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he don't do the the classic touchdown. Number! It's just like touchdown Auburn, that yeah. type deal. Yeah, but uh, oh, I'd go hard. You know, like this. If I was announcing, like, I would, I would try to electrify every moment. Yeah, and I would be like the uh, some of my favorite moments in playing baseball was like when you had the umpire who was just electric and excited about it. Like when strike three came up. Yeah, he had like a. Did you ever watch uh, Naked Gun movies? Naked Gun. I don't think yeah. so, man. Uh, Leslie Nelson. He was the best umpire in one of those movies. You could just look that up. He was like moonwalking with the strike. Oh, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> like... 
I umpired for one season, man, and that's how I imagined it. But, like, uh, the reality of it was was just me getting chewed out by parents the whole time. <laughs> yeah, parents are crazy, took, took all the wind out of myself. You missed that call. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not perfect, man. But anyway, yeah. while on the way back on the radio, by the way, I, I think, the, the dude, it was his first game calling on the radio. Yeah. He's probably trying to be calm, like, trying not to mess up. Absolutely, just doing it like, and I mean, dipping his toes into the water. And the guy uh, he's replacing was so beloved. Yeah, you know. But uh, on the way back, Auburn started coming back. So uh, I think it was twenty-one fourteen or something. By the time I got back to your house. I started calling people, called you, didn't answer the phone. Catching Z's You're a over here. Butthole. <laughs> yeah, he was sawing, sawing wood, whatever they say. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh called DJ, he at the river. So I hit your dad up. I'm like, gee, what you doing? Watching the Auburn game, buddy. He's <laughs> like, can I watch it with you? Come on. <laughs> so I got up here with the last nine minutes in the fourth quarter. And boy, not sitting down the rest of the time. You got any fingernails left? I didn't have them left anyway. That's a bad habit of mine. But uh, I remember waking up the next morning and just hopping on social media and seeing that Auburn won, and I was like amazed. Because when I went to bed, I was oh, like, "Oh man, you did that! You got I told Al, I told your dad like, don't tell Alan nothing about it. Make him watch it." I, I saw uh, Kobe Aldridge's post. Oh, and uh. Like, right when I read it, he was like, uh, he was giving a shout out to the old radio announcer. He said, that would have been a game that he would have loved to call. Yeah. And I was like, I already knew that they come back. Like, I didn't know the score. I didn't know how it happened. I just knew it happened. And yeah. so when I, we had it recorded. And so I got up that uh, morning and, you know, I watched the second half and I was like, this is probably the best game of the season so far. Yeah. What it was like, when did they make that forced? Fourth down stop against Oregon towards the end of the fourth. Was it was like, like the score was twenty to twenty one mm-hmm. then, and there was like and they um, had like a football length to go. Mm-hmm. I was like, Jerome was comforting me. He was over here like they're gonna win, Jeremy. I'm like, no, no, no. everything. I'm nervous about everything. Yeah. I'm looking for flags when they do good. <laughs> oh yeah, but they made a stop and it was tremendous, and just. Bo didn't have the all in greatest stats, but the poise of a true freshman mm. driving the victory at that final moments. Mm. Yeah, you seen the side by side video of him and his dad's first play? I have not seen it. His I dad, his dad came in in 1993. Iron Bow, Patrick Nix, Bo Nix's dad. Yeah, Stan White got hurt for Auburn. 93 Iron Bow. They had to put Bo in. It's pretty much the same kind of play to number 81. Bo went to 18. Mm-hmm. So, just... Pretty, just, his, pretty historic moment. You see the video of uh, Patrick Nix in the stands with his little earbuds in? The oh, ones yeah. like ones like you got that uh, do the whole ear, yeah. upper ear and stuff. Yeah. He's, he was listening to that, and he's so happy. Love those moments like that. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, it's just it's like a it's picture perfect. Yeah, yeah. 
Anything else to add or subtract? Mm. I don't know. That's pretty much it for college football, ain't it? Uh, I would say so, man. I I would like to give, other than like future projections, like picking Texas A&M to upset Clemson. We're the only two hoping, people. Hoping that I'm right. What if we are right? We're the only two people in the world. There you go. Besides maybe A&M fans. Yeah. They're doubtful, man. I've been talking to them. Like Levi's an A&M fan. Yeah. He doesn't see What do you it. think about Jimbo? I'm not a fan of his values or his character. I think he left Florida State in the slums. I think he's a good coach, but he just – I heard – you remember Jameis Winston, that guy? I saw him at the Galleria. But uh, – Really? You know, That's random. <laughs> saw him at the Galleria. You know he's from Hueytown or something like that in Birmingham. No, I didn't play know high that. school. Yeah, played. I didn't know that. Yeah. You would have went to Alabama if y'all would have let him play baseball. But Florida State did, but uh, I don't know if I would have wanted him. Yeah, he he would have got kicked out of Alabama. Yeah, he he, he was he was a wild thing though. But I heard the way uh, Jimbo let him get away with all kinds of stuff, like that game he was suspended. Do you remember that? Yes. I think it was against Clemson. It was. This some guy gonna come out dressed in full football attire, warming up, beginning the game. Embarrassing Jimbo Fisher on national television, seeing it on camera like, you need to go to the locker room. I'm like, that's pathetic. That dude's like making you look bad. Yeah. You think Nick Saban would deal with that? Nah. No. He's chewing refs out. <laughs> Let him have fun. <laughs> F you. Yeah. I think Jimbo's got a clean slate. Maybe he won't have another player like that. And he's a quarterback whisper. He is. Gatamon's gonna be good. It's true. I also thought that about Felipe. Yeah, I figured Mullins at Florida would do more year two. Yeah. I thought this might be their I year love this to win Florida the stuff. East. I don't like Dan Mullen. Why don't you like Mullen? Because uh, Cam Newton stuff. Okay. I'm sorry you got outbitted. Ooh, I don't know. Maybe maybe Cam Newton's like, man, Mississippi State he ain't winning nothing. When, when did they ever won anything? I think I'm going to go to a... When did Auburn ever won anything? They won a national championship in 2010. And, With him? Yeah, I'm just saying. Right, they won it. In, they, get, they win SEC championships. Yeah, they've done that. I mean, like, how many legit ballers in college football do you have? I know you're on the BAM over there. They're, they're ballers. USC, Notre Dame. I don't know, man. Auburn has a rich Clemson. history of having great athletes. I mean, everybody's put Georgia on his pedestal, but they won the national championships like 82 or 81 or something. Yeah. Alabama's been their crutch. Yeah. I think Georgia may finally leap over them this year. I think so, too. That might be they a got thing. the best offensive line in the SEC, they say. I, I can't wait to see. Is uh, it running back? Swift's still there? He is. Yeah. And Jake Fromm, just making transfer portal victims. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. I like that guy. There's a show on Netflix called QB1. He's on the first season. He's just chill. Yep. Yeah. Justin Fields in season two. I watched that. Just finished that the other day. He's, no. had, a, he's had a transfer portal. Transfer portal. Life. Yeah, he went to Ohio State. He's a victim of Jake Fromm. He was the guy on that fake field goal or punt last year against in the SEC championship against Bama. 
And everybody in the world knew it when they put him on the field. It was like, yeah, it's a fake. Yeah. You remember? Uh-huh. He was number one. Yeah. But, uh, that's all I got really in football. I mean. Yeah, pretty much summed that up. Yeah. All right. Cool. We've got some cupcakes for us and our teams. Yeah, there's, there's Tulane and New Mexico State. There's nothing to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I'm looking there. forward to that. I want Bo Nix to get some experience. And tonight I'm gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive in the world. I'll turn it inside out, yeah. And floating around in ecstasy. So don't stop me now. Don't stop me. Don't stop me. Cause I'm now. having a good time. Having a good time. That's it. There you go. Where we go? What you want to talk about? We in music. Jeffrey Epstein. Oh wow. Um, oh music. Okay. <laughs> Music, music, music. What we got going on? Katy Perry, she's doing her thing. Katy Perry. Man, I ain't got no new music, man. I don't know what's going on. Just YouTube it. Like I've always been. Cage Elephant's my main band right now. I'm sorry. They're just dropping bombs. Okay. Did I tell you? I told you months ago. I told you almost a year ago. Did you hear the rumor about Cage the Elephant? Yeah, Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. It's a new Mick Jagger. I don't know where that I came from. I don't like from. to make that comparison. I, just, I don't every, do, I don't do that either. so many singles right now. But like, it, it's getting crazy. Like, have you bought a Cage the Elephant album lately? Mm-mm. Never bought one. You need to start because it's worth it. There's. I'm just going to listen. The whole damn thing is good. I want a vinyl player, and that's when I will buy one. Uh, so, when you get one, I'll buy you three. Because cool. you need to experience this. Now, we have to go real quick off into uh, Atlanta. The music scene or the show? Or oh, what? yeah. Oh, yeah. Music. Okay. Outcast. Mm-hmm. Legendary. Andre 3000. Big Boy. What was the song? Uh, Big Boy just played in Tuscaloosa for Druid City Music Fest. Now, what was that song you played earlier by Outkast? Uh, some of that Stank On You album. You know, with Miss Jackson, mm-hmm. Bombs Over Baghdad. It's a El Dorado ish, mm-hmm. I think. Stank On You. It's a gangsta. Nope. Gangsta Sh, you know, poop. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the song. And Andre's Flow. That is why, like, mm-hmm. if you want to have a discussion with me about rap. That's one of my favorite rap albums anyway, Stank On You, Outcast. Yeah, I got about two favorite albums coming The way from it's laid out. Mm-hmm. And it's got mm-hmm. yep. the intros going into Miss Jackson. I don't care if it was a major hit. Now, all the radio stations, that song still stands the test of time. Yes, it does. Especially on the day, like we're experiencing right now, where it's Vietnam outside, 
It's raining since we got up. Yeah. That's a rainy day song to me. It's Jackson. Yeah. All right. A little bit deeper with that. I don't know. It just fits the mood better. I go 90s. I go uh, Jim Blossom. By the way, man, I've been listening to like a lot of XM radio. When you put it on the 90s at 9, mm-hmm. the 90s, man, I forgot. Just, I want to stand back in the ocean. <laughs> you remember that? Mm-mm. I some Lifehouse going on there? It's like Enya or something. I don't know. That was a weird. That was a weird is time. Beautiful. She's I'm a not, wizard lady dude, of songs. It said, "Do yoga to that." Most. That's all I know. She she owns the castle. That's all I know. What I said is not in you. Then. Mic check, check, check. Mic check, check. Mic. Mic check. Coming off break. Mic check, check. One, two, checking, checking everything to make sure everything is checked. Checking, checking everything out. Just. Putting it all out there, putting it, putting it all out on the line there. Just gonna lay it all out there real quick, like we're in the break. This is a porch talk break. This is a break where uh, we go on break. Getting back to the show now. We got closed doors that don't go anywhere, and I just introduce you to some of them doors that are closed. Welcome back to porch talk. Can't get, you can't beat that. You can't do anything with that. Steady, steady rocking yeah. all night long. Mm. You, you can't do anything with that. The whispers. Yep. Getting it. Getting it. Rocking steady. We wasn't born. How's that? But we know what's up with the whispers. Trying to, trying to give you a heads up. Yeah. They're doing the same thing back in the day. Back in the day. They're doing the thing, man. Was that, uh... Mid-80s. I'm going to guess by the way the video looked. Mid-80s, late-80s. It was about a year ago, and Justin brought up Half-Life. And yeah. that he found it quick. He found it new. He found it fresh because they were on the verge of blowing up. And then Maybe they, two years. They, they came on 101.7. And the next thing you know, they're invited to play on NPR, and that is one of the best they're NPR tiny, tiny desk. desk. That's one of the best ones I've seen, man. Yeah. I like the dancers. Yeah. Did you notice that? Oh, that dude, that was just yeah. two dudes set off to the side. Just They moved around during the set, too. Yeah. And then there would be some where they weren't included and where they would be just kind of reading a book, just kind of playing off like we don't really have any business here. So, I mean, it's cool, man. Yeah. And uh, that, was, that was a cool set because it didn't just feel acoustic because he grabbed the electric and lit it up and then it went back to acoustic but it never really just felt like an acoustic set there was so much going on it was like eye candy everywhere it's a good set man 
So if you haven't seen Half Life on NPR's Tiny Desk, I want to see Lizzo. Dude, talk about somebody that's blown up. Yeah. I've been. I was back there for a hot little minute. I'm no Lizzo, like, strong fan or anything, but I caught on before the radios around here did. Yeah. That doesn't. I don't know, man. It, uh, it's easy to do. Yeah, with the internet, people don't use it like they should. Yeah. It's, I don't know, I just get on YouTube. Like, hey, here's this other song beside the radio station. That's just it, man. Like, uh, there's um, there's a little known about, like, Alabama Shakes, Brittany Howard going off and doing her thing out. Yeah. And that album has dropped, and this put out, like, two or three singles now. And, Dang. Um, was this, like, a month old? It may be a little bit older than that. I'm not. Like three. I'm, I'm not going to date it. But um, I don't think it's. I, I, did, I didn't even know that they weren't playing together at the time. I didn't know that her doing a solo thing was a thing. Yeah. And I, I thought she was a bunch of artists do that just for. I guess, it to make seems like things money. are moving so fast for them. They're like in fast forward. Like, they've only put out what three albums. You heard that like she broke up with the Alabama Shakes or something, didn't you last night? It was something, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't believe that. I hope it's not. I see I a bunch yeah. of like the singer just experiment. Dan Arbuck. I mean, there are oh, plenty that, of people. That, that was so played, dude. I I love the build up for the new album. I mean, there's plenty of bands that do that. The singer just wants to put extra stuff out there. You, you remember when I got faked out months ago because Patrick Corney started drumming in a new band, and then Dan Arbach had the uh, the arcs on top of having his solo project. And yeah. Like the Black Keys hadn't done anything in about five years, and then they started promoting this new album, and like they went through like so much to make it seem like they hated each other, you know. Yeah. But the, I mean, they, they were cool the whole time, you know. They were just taking a break. Yeah. You know. They wanted they wanted to do their own thing. Like Dan wanted to go acoustic, and he also wanted to do like some electronic stuff. And like I like that other band that Patrick's been playing with, man. That's the same thing with the Rackin' Tours. Check this out. The first time I saw City in Color, it was the uh, If I Should Go Before You tour. You know who was City in Color's bassist? It was the bassist from, from Rackin' Tours. Yes, that, uh, dude with the straight black hair with yes. the glasses. Yes, it was him. And I look, I was I was blown away because I'm a Jack White fanatic. You know, yeah, me too, man. I got a poster right there, and I got several. That's a living legend to me. Yeah, comes music, and like right when I saw that guy, I I looked over at Andrew or Sid, and I said, "God bless America." I was like, Mm -hmm. "We're about to have a great show," and they opened the show up with "Woman," which is a long song. It's like 11 minutes. I think he played the album pretty much in full, like in order. They open up with Woman, and that has some of the sickest bass lines. And, dude, it was just like a celebration. Like, I hadn't yeah. seen the Raconteurs live yet. Yeah. And I got to see him. And now, like, the Raconteurs are coming to Tuscaloosa. Is They're coming Jack, to Birmingham. Jack on the drums? That's what he plays in Raconteurs. No, Jack plays guitar on Raconteurs. I swear he plays drums. That may, that's dead weather, my bad. That's dead weather. My bad. It's dead weather. But he doesn't do, uh, Jack doesn't do most of the singing for record. It's a blind-headed guy with kind of shortish hair. It's the rhythm guitarist. Yeah. Jack plays lead for record tours. Yeah. Yeah. 
I love Deb Weather too, man. I, I, I can't name anything Jack White's done that I don't enjoy. I love it. It's the same with Dan Arbach. And so we were having this discussion. Old Cat was trying to school me like I didn't know who Black Keys were. Yeah. And uh, shut that down real quick for yeah. him. Now, look here, man. Let me, uh, let me educate you. <laughs> what do you know? I remember. Uh, what do you know about Rubber Factory? He was talking about Greta Van Fleet with him. Yeah. My boy, the chaser. Mm-hmm. He was talking about Greta Van Fleet and this new old school rock sound coming back again. He was like, no, Wolf Mother did that like eight years ago. And I kind of, Wolf Mother did do that eight years ago. They just had the worst look ever as a band. It's always been the main lead singer. And has made the best first album. Band broke up. Second album's awesome. Two discs. Band broke up. Band broke up. Solo. Meh. Solo. Meh. Wolf Mother 3. Not the same thing. Worst band of it. Meh. No. But Wolf Mother 1. Their first album. Woman. You know you're woman. You know what I'm talking? I can't argue. that. Yeah. But Greta Van Fleet's not having those issues. I'm just saying that it was it's so sad that you've seen like glimpse of and I'm not, greatness like, off one album. And like I got the, the DVD sh- concert in Australia at my house. You hey. seen it? The keyboardist was awesome. I seen it at Bonnaroo. He is rocking the keyboard as hard as you can rock a keyboard at a rock band. Dan, 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 dan. I don't know, man. I get so uh, I get I get tired of hearing like um, social media or just hearing it in the daily conversation talking about music. Is that they get the sense or idea that rock and roll is dying or it's dead? It's like, are you insane? Yeah, like you Jack, seen that meme? Jack, Jack White and Dan Arbach are the pulse, but there is so much. Have going you seen on. that? I seen the meme recently on like a Facebook or something. It was like what it should be. Taylor Swift. Two other bands like that. Naming two other bands that are supposed to be number one. Uh, Bruno Mars. Taylor Swift, Bruno Mars. But it's like Tool. Slipknot. Slipknot. Now, exactly. Another band. Yeah. I forgot yeah. which. Tool Rimstein. Slipknot. Yeah. That's what I said. And they say rock and roll is dead, and they're number one on charts. Yeah. But Tool, Tool that, was, that was done, man. The dude hadn't released anything like streaming. That's Tool, though. That's Maynard. He's yeah, the but, individual. And then everybody is shocked that now that it's available, that like that wasn't brilliant. Yeah. He let it marinate for he a minute. He let it marinate like so long. So three it, other bands. So when it, yeah, Pussifer and... Um, Perfect Circle. Perfect Circle. Um, what, I don't know. He's got a lot of projects. The dude's talented. He's good. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm the biggest Tool fan. I respect it. Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah, it's a... Uh, like, I, I wouldn't put it on the drive, too. That's what my... I, I like it for, like, playing pool or whatever, a bar background or a restaurant. Where yeah. We're just talking, it's like... Dah, dah, and then you hear it back there, it's like, this is a chill rock song. But, like, just driving down the road in my car... It's too much sometimes. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what but I... I respect, too. I've seen them in concert... I mean, I respect it too. When they dropped on Spotify, there was so much 
going on with the Tool fans that I felt like it lifted, and it was almost a, a positive of the negative that you two got. Do you remember that time that you two gave everybody that had iTunes account their next free album, and it was just already installed on the phone? That U2 album? Yeah. Yeah, everybody hated that, I know. You're talking about if you had an iPhone and you had iTunes, you got this free YouTube album. Yeah, and you couldn't, you couldn't delete it. up your memory. Yeah. Your storage, all that stuff. Like, no, met, no, I don't want that. I don't like YouTube. Dude, like I met. I like one or two songs. I'm good. That was such a great conversation story. Not off that album either. <laughs> it was such a great With or without you. That's one you two. Okay. That was such a great conversation starter, man. Like when you would talk to somebody and like I would see they would have an iPhone right when that happened. I was like, what do you think about that YouTube CD? And they was like, exactly what you said. They was like, oh, you mean that thing that's just burning storage? Permanent, permanent storage on my phone that isn't good? And I was like, come on, man. YouTube has done some good. How and they were like, yeah. Them. I was like, but not not this one. You gotta say the children now. Bono. I don't know, man. I didn't. That's very arrogant. But like what Tool done was. I Are was, you a YouTube fan? Do you know one? I'm. I'm. I don't have a problem with YouTube. <laughs> with or without you is the only one I can think of right now. And yeah. they've been around like thirty something years. They got. Ain't they? They got. Yeah. Haven't they? They've been around. They've been around since eighties. Um, they got. That's from the Robin Hood soundtrack. Late eighties, starring but, Kevin uh, Costner as Robin Hood. They got they got five songs I really like: "Wither Without You," "Streets with No Names." I I like five songs by them. Am I gonna go out on a limb and say like I'm a U two fan? Mm-mm. But I like uh, I like what Bono stands for, even though like everything that he Talk tried to, to do in children. in Africa. Yeah, like you remember that? Yeah. And all the people that... I, I think, think was, McConaughey and, like, other people got involved, like, big... I think, yeah, with that Live Aid. Mm-hmm. I think it was the second Live Aid. We just seen some glimpses of Bohemian Rhapsody in, back there in the yeah. living room areas. Yeah. It was on. We and seen so, the Live Aid from that movie. I have a hard so time... I, think it's just, I have a hard time not supporting that guy. It's like, if someone right now was... I ain't uh, hating on him. I just can't get into YouTube... Well, I mean, like I say, I got, they got five songs I enjoy. Everybody's got their own taste, man. I got, I'm got i fairly broad, man. Yeah. I like a lot of 80s stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of stuck there, too. That's where I like to go a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a lot of pop right now. Instead of heavy stuff, real. Can't really go It's more rock and pop. I'm more rock and blues right now. What's your now? number one band right now? That's my uh, guilty pleasure is destroying radio. It's Cage that's Elephant. That's a tricky dude. question. Like, well, Cage Elephant you, is killing it. What, yeah. How many singles they got out right now? It's like, like three. Five. Dude, it's five? Yeah. It's a lot. And I love all of them. Because they still play like 999 and like some places still play like Ain't No Rest for the Wicked. And like it's still a hit. And it, I love it, trouble. it is. Trouble. Trouble, on my trouble was from like. Trouble on my right. Trouble was from like an album I or know. two ago. That's, just, and everybody like, that's an underrated band it just really exploded all of a sudden and deserves to explode 
so like I, I can't answer like favorite brand like I, I, a better question is like what's been in your radio lately no it's been cage man I don't no I don't. I'm talking about like you were asking me on my on my radio you were asking me like what cities like you asked me my favorite band right now yeah I, what what is your favorite like hey I'm about to cut your ears off and you can only listen to one band See, With like the... that, that, that right there is. Uh, I don't like that question. Like, I can, <laughs> I can tell you, like, over the period of a week, like, what's been in your radio, like, what CDs have I played? I like that better. That's... No, I don't have that scenario though, because I'm listening to earbuds of people talking. Can I go that route? You can go that route. Because I can't, I can't like, if I only had one choice on the island. I don't know. I feel like it might be Damien Rice. Damien Rice. But like to give you like what's it's reggae style, style, ain't it? No. Nope. No, it's Damien Marty. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> but you want to play? I always wanted to play Desert Island. What? Desert Island. You you said if you had to put me on Desert Island, what what a pal for listening to Damien Rice. Yeah. You, and you've I always, always wanted to play like, not just one, but like five. Okay. Because you're gonna spend the rest of your, you're, you're what, twenty eight. I'd rather just tell you what's like, latest and greatest. Five albums. Like I can't, I can't Desert Island, Papa Wheelie. Uh, like I think it, like discography of Damien Rice would do because he's, like, um, I think, like, he's a singer songwriter type and yeah. Um, the course of his work he has done more with each emotion um almost perfectly <laughs> that's a hard i just threw some stuff at you man like but th- that, would be, spot, that would, that would like be that would be that would be like i need like give me a week now if you were to give it okay i'll do five albums like if i was stuck on the island yeah can it be like greatest hits you want to do three let's do three there's three? I mean, like... Golly, that's true. It's hard, no, you really got to think about this. Like, you're about to go to a deserted island by yourself. And you got the I'd rather, really like, three mix CDs. Like, with just, like... It's going to be a soundtrack or something? I would almost want to do that. You want that Guardian of the Galaxy? That would be dope. I would want Limitless. And what's that song with... Limitless, uh, Bradley Cooper? Yeah. Soundtrack? I never watched that movie. I didn't know it had a banger soundtrack to it. That's pretty good. It had Howlin' for You. It had Black Keys on there. It had a lot of other dope tracks. Um, what was um, the one with the album Shakes? Everything Always Alright? Silver Linings? Uh, that had a hell of a soundtrack. Yeah, it had album of Shakes in there. That Always Alright. Yeah. It also had, um, oh my goodness, I think it had a Black Keys song on there too. Mm-hmm. You can kind of hear my bias, but <laughs> oh, man, as uh, look, I'll tell you this: if I had to pick right now, like this is August twenty fourth, and like you were gonna put me on an island tonight, like what I would take with me? Yeah, you're in a you're in a witness room, got the lamp held over you. What are you gonna pick? What are you gonna pick? Answer us. To two to back right. cut back, I, I good think cut. like you know re- what I mean. Replayability, man. Like over time, is uh, I would take Led Zeppelin one. Okay, 
I would take Dan Arbach's Waiting on a Song. And I would take the first album that the Raconteur has done with uh, Steady As She Goes and Vein, Blue Veins. Yes. I would take that album. Those were my three. For real. That's what I would take. On the spot. <laughs> yeah. On the spot. I want to see how this lives out. Dude, if I you don't know, man. Each week That's you hard. Change. I'm under the lamp. It's beating sweat down my forehead and amongst my face. Pick three albums, Sherman. Cobb, you get them right now. You get them. Uh, can I get a Credence Clearwater Revival? Mm. Greatest hits? I'm sorry. It is overplayed. But I'm on a deserted island, and there's a lot of bangers on that. That's one of the greatest hips album. That's a hell of a pick. So I'm getting that going. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. <sighs> that's good. Uh, oh, what are we, we going to get going on right now? Mm. I need a rap album, dude. I need a rap album. Oh, where are you going to go? Gonna go? Are you going to go mm-hmm. Atlanta, Memphis? Are you going to go out to Harlem? Where are you going to go? What are you I'm going to go something from my life. I'm under the lamp. I'd have to do outcast. 3-6 Mafia, When the Smoke Clears. It's one of the most... mm. Gotta do it. I'm on this island. Mm. I need some ballad stuff going on. I need like... Or are you you gonna go Boston? Sit back and... Will you go Journey? No, I'm not going Boston. Are you gonna go Bon Jovi? No, I don't like... Bon Jovi, no. Ballad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bon Jovi. You gonna go Queen? Are you going to go kiss? No. You know where I'm going? Where are you going to go? Michael Jackson. The ballad. Michael Jackson. What is it? Thriller album? Is it the Thriller Your album? Your list was I need broader than mine. Huh? Your list was broader than mine. I'm on an island, dude. There's a lot of days ahead of me. True. I still... I still... I mean, if it's going to be a movie, if it's an actual event, and probably like, I'm starving... I'm so sunburned, dehydrated. Help me, somebody. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Can't start a fire. Yeah. Yeah. That's what is going on. I mean, All right. so I'm just so, living like I'm Tom Hanks on Castaway, and I got. So your last one's Michael Jackson. Yeah. Well done, man. I want the greatest on hits the or something. On the spot. Is it. Should, is it Michael Jackson's greatest hits, or is it through album? It's got all the good hits. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't know where to go there, man. Um, what I got, Michael Jackson. It's a shame, dude. I tell you CCR. what. I tell you this right now. Let me tell you about the radio this week. Let me tell you this. It has been um, half alive. Uh, Taylor Hollinsworth. Obviously, yeah. I just had him on. Yeah. But I'm, I enjoy Taylor anyway. He's in my radio a lot anyway. Brad Armstrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ross Newell, uh, Dan Arbuck. I've had. It's a bunch of artists, dude. Yeah. Uh, well, we I've said had, we I've said had, at a bar earlier, and the dude's talking to me about Miley Cyrus. Remember that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he come at me. He was like, "You better not be disrespecting Miley." You remember that? Yeah. I was like, I'm not saying anything. I, I, I took up anything. for you. Like, I like Miley. Her hippie days. 
with the flaming lips. I liked her better when she was crazy. Yeah. I I, I was with him for a little bit. No, you know, Miley, really? You know, he lost talk me to a stranger said, he, he lost about me that. when he said Kenny Chesney was... That's what I was about to get to. He lost me with that. This is one of the best country songs ever. It's a real country song. Like, what? No. Um, There's 17,000 real country artists that you don't know of. You're listening to a hundred that are pop. I don't know. Let me let me go. Um, Pony Bradshaw, Queens of the Stone Age, uh, Chris Cornell, uh, his album Higher Truth. I, I'm a Chris Cornell fan, man. Like uh, anything that he's been, Audio Slave, Soundgarden. I've really enjoyed. Temple of the Dog. Yeah, that was dope. When him and um, Eddie Vedder, Eddie Vedder got together. That was dope. Say hello to heaven. Uh, oh man, I almost want to put that Nirvana Unplugged album on my island. Oh, I may have to trade that triple six. No, I can't do that. We gotta be lively. Well, we can revisit. You know what this. I mean? We can revisit this. I don't. No. We can. We can no, I got out. my three. I gotta have some giddy up music. Oh hell. You know what I mean? CCR's got some. I need some. Bam, bam. No, no, bam, bam. It's just like get, get, yeah, fishing, fishing, fishing on my desert island, just sort of island fishing. Okay. No, I need something like that to get me in the mood. I can't be like bam, bam, bam. Born on the bayou. Yeah. I feel like that fired me up. It almost be like a what was that song? Uh, hunting, fishing, loving every day. Hunting fish. <laughs> what was that? That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a title of maybe a Luke Bryan song we heard on the way to Tuscaloosa yesterday. Uh, and I was yeah, like, probably. You panhandling fuck. Yeah, I don't. I can't do country. I'm sorry. <laughs> man, I like my, my I feel, island. I feel like, man, I could write a radio song if I was just thoughtless enough and to be fake as shit <laughs> you know what I mean you just have to write lies that's what it seems like getting on my side by I... side and... yeah yeah fucking side by side but back to the radio like what I've been putting in um at Kaleo they cannot be overlooked yeah you've been preaching in for a way hot minute yeah that's one of the Kaleo's good. Yeah. Whistling. He's not only good at whistling. That dude can sing and he can also yeah. play a pretty mean guitar. Kaleo's good. Nice. Yeah. Recommend that, y'all. Greta Van Fleet's come back in. Um, I had a weird play mix that came on. Thursday was kind of a rough day, so it was kind of a rough mix. And so uh, I, I got a ton of CDs in my truck. Yeah. Okay. Leon Bridges for a while and that oh really, yeah man that, I get that really me cheered on. me up and it's we don't, the, the welcome like it. the welcome, like the welcome up, home man. it was the the red album that one you like yeah that, I don't like the new one the, I ain't really gave it much of a chance so some gifty off that it's just recommended singles and it's like oh it's a different sound and get that throwback sound to it yeah and then I went Erica Winterstrom like I really love her uh, mm-hmm. 
I really love that uh, Sweet Unknown album. Yeah. I like her as a person. Yeah, she's a sweet girl. Yeah. Sweet girl. Can't be mad at her. No. Nah. Hope you do big things. Yeah, I hope you find success with whatever you're doing. You're very talented. Very talented young lady. Yeah. Love it. I ain't got nothing but good to say about Erica. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd round it off with... Um, Oh, this was, uh, this came in, uh, Fuzzy and the Rest Boats. Fuzzy. Fuzzy. I had him on the podcast, man. I've, yeah. I've been playing some Fuzzy and the Rust Boats, man. And, uh. Where are they from? They're from far off, ain't they? They're like Buffalo. Buffalo. That's what I was about to say, New York. Yeah, I've had them on, man, a lot. The Bills. Yeah, man. Yeah, they give a lot of sports. That's, uh. They really do. I really appreciate all they do, as supportive as they are on social media. I mean, and so many of the bands that I've had on, they've been yeah good to do it. And they're good bands, too. Yeah. I'm just sucking up or anything. They're actually good bands that everybody should give a listen to. I mean, matter of fact, like, what's been in my city player? Like, Brad Armstrong. Yeah. Like, Man, I hate having conversations like over this and like when I bring somebody up, uh, especially when I'm in Is that, it on radio? When I'm that radio. Radio? When I'm in that area. Like, just say if I'm hanging out in Tuscaloosa or Birmingham. Yeah. Like, just take for instance 16s. If you're in Tuscaloosa, granted, unless you're a uh, someone who has come in for college and is unfamiliar with the area, but if we're out at a bar having a discussion about music and we're talking local and you don't know who the Dexatines are, now, yeah. granted, granted, for a while, I didn't. Yeah. But then I found them, and uh, if I had to summarize the sound of Tuscaloosa, it would be that. Nice. And then, like, if you take a local native of Tuscaloosa or Birmingham and you say Brad Armstrong or Taylor Hollinsworth, you don't know who they are. I thought you almost meant the band local native. Local no. natives. <laughs> mm I mean, we could name other bands, man, that came out of Birmingham or Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Good bands. Damn good bands. Yeah, there's so many awesome bands throughout the country that don't... And that's kind of the point of the Radio's garbage. It doesn't... It doesn't... It's not garbage. It's... I don't know. How do you explain it, Alan? We need more local The machine is behind you. Let's go. It's corporate. It's corporate. We're going to play this 17 times a day, every day. It's corporate. It needs to be more local. It needs but we to like our more. radio songs, don't we? It should have that, but it shouldn't be focused on that. I'm telling you, it should be like a half and half, man. Yeah. It's not it's every like, hour, every hour, every hour. 16 should. songs, 16 songs, 16 songs. Same old, same old, same old. No, it shouldn't be that. It should be... Let you have radio so corporate and socialized throughout a span of era. It should be individuals, personalities, for like four or five hours People or People you meet at Red Lights or... Playing that. different music where you get to know them. It's like, okay, this is the heavy metal guy. This is the hip-hop guy. And it's, then have them in for an interview or a phone interview. Yeah. Like introduce their music. That's... Radio. That's radio. Uh, man, I turn into radio now, right now for this 
three months for high school football. I, I about giving up too, man. Like I've been considering starting a Periscope. No, like, um, that's a thing on Twitter. Are you familiar with that? No, not. It's like Sorry. a it's like a video thing. To where I would just set my phone up like uh, on the windshield, like on the dash. Yeah. And I would just tune a playlist, and it would just be a playlist of the morning drive to work, and then the 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 evening drive back home. And then it would be an actual radio show to where you heard music that you wouldn't typically hear. It would be local. It would be out of town things that you should know about. You are the seek searcher of radio. Because I wrote with you earlier, you got a lot of radios on that dial. A lot of channels. Yeah. You introduced me to 96.1. That was pretty good. Pretty good indeed. I can take you anywhere, like any day. Like you got some one hundred seven point five in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's just do you got those like three or four that are main like hmm, the twentieth, the main twenty songs are part a bunch. I put those radio stations on because I just want to hear what's relevant and what everybody's trying to hear. That those are the hit stations. Yeah. And there's a quote. But you go back and forth. You ain't just chill no, there. I, 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 don't, I don't hang there. No, yeah. I, I just want to hear what... You ain't oh. going to go over there and... No. But, like, there was a quote that was given, and uh, it changed my entire perspective, man, because that's uh, something I've been upset about for years, is, and every now and then you get a local radio station that does it right for a time until it becomes corporate, but... If you don't like what's going on on your radio station, let's say if you don't like your country radio, if you don't like your alternative radio, if you don't like your classic rock radio Hmm. station, instead of bitching about it, what are you going to do about it? Turn the channel. That's what I do. Um, You stop listening. You stop listening, and you listen to what you want to listen to. And then you also start playing things for people publicly that things that they should know about and listen to. That's how you change your music culture. That's how you do it. That's the internet, dude. Local radio. You gotta just download stuff now. If you want to really get to what you like. That's a tragedy, man. Because like, That's why I was saying, like, they don't need this one DJ that plays the same 20 songs every hour. They need a personality. Mm-hmm. It needs to feel like everything is, like, real. Like, when I go out and I hear a DJ and, like, um, just take tonight, for instance, I don't want to hate on the guy, but I hated... Uh, not only the songs that he played, but also... That's the, what he's got to play for that audience, I guess. But the, but the transition. The, the transition it, it, like, every transition to each song was so awkward. The best thing he ever played was at Lizzo. Yeah, that had me... For that night, this... Previously. Yeah. And I know... I'm not trying to go to California to see Lizzo. Or but anything like, like that. Yeah, any, this is transition. Tuscaloosa. 
Like he would go from like a journey song to like a like a. If game, I hear Leonard like Skinner one more time, oh my God! If I hear Leonard Skinner one more time, I'm good. I'm good, bro. I'm done with Leonard Skinner. Thank you. I feel like we're good, but I'm done. I feel like we have left every topic open. So let me wrap this up. Is uh, with a question of rock and roll being dead? Absolutely not. Slipknot and other bands have top selling albums right now. We're not any Slipknot fans, but I appreciate it. I want to listen to it right now. Or you want to go listen to it afterwards? We can. And I mean, Tool, uh, like I was explaining, was I think it's because of the hype that it's actually. This is some of that why playing pool is enjoyable. It's kind of relaxing always. It's not bad music. Like I say, no. it's just not my style. So I, no, I, I don't have anything good or bad to say about it. It's good background music. <laughs> it's, it's disrespectful as hell for Tool, man. Like, I just, yeah, I, I feel like saying I that is... I, I don't want to cast no shade, man, because I respect the hell out of Manor, and I respect Tool. I think if we were just riding down the road and you had it hooked the volume to a 15 or something, kind of quiet, kind of loud, and we were just talking, like... It's talking, and then we like stopped listening, looked at each other, like nodded, like, damn, this is rocking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe. That's the way I look at it, too. It's going to be a 13 minute song anyway, so. That's another issue, man. I'm the same way about songs that I am with movies. I like a short song. I like a two and a half or three minute. You don't have to carry me on for 12. Yeah. But, man. But it's good to have those albums out there and those movies out there to mix it up. It is. It is. I mean. And like some of my favorite albums and some of my favorite songs are long songs, so it's fine. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not griping. Oh, I'm, man. You know what you, Alan, uh, album, Alan, you need to put on your desert island? What? For a lot of long songs. What? Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Go ahead and do it. It'll be a trippy island experience. <laughs> that might be why I'm not the biggest fan of that album. <laughs> no, that's why I said it. But it would be a crazy like, This is the wrong album to pick to be by myself. I'm scared. Yeah, man, I hate having that discussion, man. It's it's weird having that now because like I feel like there are so many people who feel like they have to be Pink Floyd fans in order to well, say you ain't that gotta be it. Everybody just be in order to like say, what you like. In order to say that you're a fan of music, I feel like that's a milestone for people to say that. And, like, in reality, they don't. Like, I can tell you more about Pink Floyd than a Pink Floyd fan. I have all the respect in the world for Pink Floyd and all that they've done for rock and roll and music. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a fan. I don't like it. But Have like, you listened to the album all the way through, Dark Side of the Moon? Dude, my mind can be changed any day. Do we need to do that? I mean, like, that's how you experience that album. you got to listen from track... One to track 12 or whatever it is. It's a story. I don't know what to do with it. I'm just saying, man. You got to listen to that. You got to start. You got to put that. You got to start from step A to all the way through. Step one, all the way through. You start with album. Track one. Don't start in track four. Start track one. It's all the way through. I'll tell you what. I'll You're going to skip over money. I always skip over money because I heard it so much. I know money. I, say, I don't mind them coming on the radio. I'm just saying, man. There's, 
There's some bands that seem like I'm not that. putting it on my desert island. I was just messing with you about Pink Floyd because I know you like. Yeah. Same with Red Hot Chili Peppers, man. Oh my God. You just made me, I made trade my triple six off now. Alan, can I trade my triple six off? You can do whatever you like, man. I hope it's the 80s Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, it's like 92. Okay. Blood Sugar Sex Magic. That's what you want instead of 3-6? Yes. Go for it, man. I'm sorry. That's my favorite Chili Peppers album. John Frusciante is on board Lance now. Arms rating? 99. Oh, wow. High grade. Is that the top album of all time for you? Yes. Blood Sugar Sex Magic. That's your favorite album of all time? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's wild, man. That's dope. Do you know what I'm talking about? You know these songs? <laughs> no, I, yeah, I know, awesome. I know exactly what you're talking about. Long, 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 long time ago, before the wind, before the storm, live each other, nature, names. I don't know. Just funky. Funky and getting it. Funky and getting it. They was all park wheelies on dirt bikes. All four mm-hmm. of them. Flea. Mm-hmm. Will Ferrell on the drums. Dude, don't say that. Chad Smith. Did you ever see that video of him on that talk show? We had a drum battle with Will Ferrell. Yeah, man, I've seen it. He looks way older than Will Ferrell now. Yeah, he does. Not way older, but like... If I had to to cap an album, like put a star on it, like you said, to give it a 99. Of a band? Of an album. Oh. And I didn't even put this album on the album I would take to the island. That's wild. Same thing you did. Is uh, I took my I took one off. I replaced it. Is everything all the time by Band of Horses? Oh yeah, you should be on there, man. You gotta think how you're living on this island. You got three albums. You want some moods. You want to be excited. You want to dance. You know what I mean? I think everything all the time we cover all the. Okay. Everything, everything all the time. Um, just any band of horse album. That's my favorite band. You know that. But uh, that's why I was trying not to cheese too hard. I can't believe I didn't put that on there. I couldn't tell you what I would okay. take off though. Well, you're replacing it with. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about now. What you got on there already? All right. So how I'm gonna rate this is like uh, the one I should have taken, and I'm, I can't take anything away. Cool. Yeah. So everything all the time, like. Uh, it goes back to the emotion thing, man. It captures the highs and the lows. It's a perfect album. You can listen to it all the way through. You won't appreciate um, every song the first time through. And that's what's crazy about it. The more you listen to it, the more you're going to love the album. I think that's true with most albums. But uh, they have a song called Our Sorts. And that song is ridiculous. Actually, that might be on the next album. But uh, that's a good one for you to look up anyway. It's a song about falling on your own own sword over your own um, selfishness and, like, arrogance. Dang. It's a deep song. Like, we'll fall on our own swords tonight. It's because we've gotten too big for ourselves. We've been retarded. That's why I like Band of Horses so much. Yeah, you're getting it. They'd be writing some deep fucking shit. You get sad on your island. Yeah, don't get fucking real. I want to hear CCR in it up. 
Yeah, you're going to have a way better time than me. When I was a woman, Billy Jean, not mine. be over here sitting with, sitting with my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. I'm like over here moonwalking. CCR. MJ. So maybe it's better than everything Chili all the time coming on there. Like I say, I didn't want to say I was putting it on there. I was just thinking about that. That's like a gold star. That is, uh, I got more, man. I could name off like. Oh, I got more. We had to name it down to three, though. Yeah, you're right. This is, I'm, I'm over here just Pressure, albums man. popping off in my head. Like, why didn't you do that? Why didn't you do that? Oh, dude. I'm okay. missing three six over chili peppers now. I was like, dang. Let's, dang, let's stop some... right there. Let's go ahead we and close need, this thing out. Yeah, we need to close it down because. Time. 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 Timing. We'll get together again. It's been another episode of Porch Talk. This is Cobb taking over. Peace out. How about you, boy? Play News and notes. Thank y'all so much for listening. I would ask that you would rate, review, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast app or whatever form of internet you're doing it on. Do that for me. Tell a friend next time you're having like a legit conversation. Let them know what's good in the podcast realm of things. Alright. Now. Closing out. I'm going to shut this thing down. I want to remind all of my Porch Talk folk. Of just how good Fuzzy and the Rust Belts are. And if you're new here, that's cool. Welcome to Porch Talk. Glad you hung out for the entirety. Here is a close. This is American Tattoo by Fuzzy and the Rust Belts. Go uh, show them some love on social media. And if you're in the Buffalo area, you ought to go catch them. It'd be a shame if you didn't. I'm getting out of here. Peace out. You realize what's on the newspaper page. Today's headlines all ain't in gray But sooner or later the pages they'll fade Ashes to ashes, cradle to grave Little boy's innocence sees no lies Just beautiful people living their lives But what we're told's a different point of view Yours is mine and yours is his too It's black and white Red, white and blue Cut up in your American tattoo
work in sin So put down your guns and lend a hand And so don't you judge his traditional stand We all have voices, not all degree. Using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.